Hi, you're listening to episode 30 of the Playing Flow Podcast with Rita Hyland. Hello, I'm Rita Hyland, and you're about to discover what it means to position your business, career, and life to play full out. This show explores the way leaders just like you embrace and achieve their ambition without working harder or grinding it out any longer. So if you want to take your life, business, or career to a playing full out status and do so while being the happiest high performer in the room, then hang with me because this show shares everything you need to know using the best of neuroscience, transformational psychology, and a bit of spiritual wisdom to help you change fast, even when it's uncomfortable or scary, or you failed to do so in the past. All this so that you can enjoy more freedom and prosperity in your business and life. I'm happy you're here. Hello, friends. I hope your week is going well. This week we had a visitor, a small tornado passed through our town on Monday afternoon. And so we lost power. We lost electricity and air conditioning and internet and hot water and all the good things that go with that. And we still don't have power. So we don't look like we're going to get that till sometime on Saturday. And I am therefore not recording from my normal podcast place. I am recording from someplace where I am slipping some Wi-Fi I am committed to getting this podcast to you every week, and so I decided that the quality of the sound and the random other noises you might hear is better than nothing. So this is going to fall into that category of not making good the enemy of great, and that 70% is enough. I thank you for your patience in advance. You may or may not know that I get passionate about each topic that I share with you, because I wouldn't share a topic if it wasn't worthy or significant or didn't tug at me and that I didn't think was important for you to make a difference in your life. Today, I'm talking about one of those topics, and it has to do with people who are serving others. We'll call them leaders. And it's something that they do that impedes them from serving more people and serving those that they already help at a larger level. Other words, by doing this, they're preventing themselves from growing their impact. So here's what I see happens. I talk to a lot of people who tell me how tired and busy they are. They tell me that they worry about being able to lead and serve more people, though it's often the reason that they come to see me in the first place, because that is that they want to make a difference. They want to do something that really matters. But at the same time, they have this worry that they don't know that they can service more people or scale a larger audience or that they can manage a larger team or that they can grow their number of clients and handle it. They worry about the number of people that they might have into their community organization or their web-based community. And what they worry about doing is that they think that if they lead more, expand in any war, that it's going to bring more exhaustion. In short, what they all have in common is that this fear that expanding their leadership and serving will deplete them. Here is what they do not understand. Leadership isn't meant to be exhausting if you're doing it the right way. Leading and serving don't exhaust you. It's your worry, your concern, and your fear that you have while you're leading that does it. 
This is what I mean. You're not exhausted again because of how much you're serving or leading. You're exhausted because of how much you worry and fear while you're doing the serving. So if you think about it, maybe for you, you're concerned or worried that you can't handle the increased management responsibility or you can't handle all this that's coming at you, that you, you worry that you can't connect in the prospect meeting you're going to have in an hour, or you worry that your audience won't like what you say or your product. Maybe you fear that you're going to lose another client or you overthink how your last email was received. Maybe you're in your head about how your manager is going to provide feedback to you or fear of whether you're going to hit the numbers or fear of whether you're going to make the right decision or about anything that's unknown in the future. That is what's exhausting you. Not your actual serving and caring for others while you're leading that does it. It's those sidebar things that worry, fear, and concern. That's what has you exhausted. So listen to this because this is how it's go- you're going to change your approach to your work. When you lead others with care and love, and service, you are energized, not depleted. To prove this, I want you to think of the last time that you were with someone, maybe it has to do with work, maybe it doesn't, and you were serving them, truly connecting and caring for them. And when you were with that person in that moment, and you were actively listening and doing whatever it is that you do best, your special talent and gift, I'm going to bet that you were not feeling depleted. I'm going to bet that you were actually energized. That's because it's in our DNA to want to serve and make a difference. It's that frequency that it feels a lot lighter while we're serving and caring and loving that has us energized versus the very heavy thought, fear-based thinking that we are assimilating with the leadership, which has nothing to do with when we're serving and caring. It has everything to do with what we're doing and who we're being while we're doing that leadership. It's funny because years ago when I worked my day job and I was coaching just at night, I would work until really late in the evening with clients. Many of them were on the West Coast, so I would be up till sometimes 10 or 10.30. And then I would go into my room, see my husband, and he would say to me, oh, no, 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 you cannot bring that coaching buzz into the room. He could feel my energy that I was just, I was completely soaring with energy. There was no depletion despite the hours and how many hours I'd put in during the day. I just served and I loved and I cared. And I did it just one person at a time. I didn't bring my own fears into it. Like, oh, will they like, did they like it? Did, do, will they come back? How did I do? Will they do what they say they're going to do? I didn't have any of that. When I was just serving, loving, and caring, I was energized. I'm going to digress for just a moment here because I think it's really important that you and I get on the same bandwidth in terms of what leading means. I think there's a lot of confusion about it because most people don't self-identify as leaders. Ken Blanchard, he's the author of The One Minute Manager and I'm sure a bunch of books. And he says that when he goes into a meeting or his conferences or where he's giving a talk and he asks the managers in the room that he'll say to them, will all the leaders raise their hands? 
And he says only 20% actually raise their hands. That really amazes me. Know this, a leader is someone who serves and cares for people. It's really that simple. And in that way, every single person who cares and serves for people is a leader. It's not about a title. It's not about someone thinking they're charismatic. It is leaders are leaders because they are serving and caring for other people. So when you own that you are a leader, if you're serving and caring for others, which I know if you're listening to this, you are, then you can unleash more of the leader within you. Simply, first of all, own that you're a leader, bare minimum. As a leader, you can go in to build a business, a family, a team, an organization, and you can do that one person at a time, but you do have to own that you are leading. So if you we tie this back to our topic of why you might be concerned about your expanding is going to cause your exhaustion if you scale yourself or if you serve at a higher level, you get exhausted again by the energy that you're expending, worrying and overthinking and fearing as opposed to actually doing the service or the work that you do. People are tired because they are really worried about figuring out how to help so many people and they don't help any as a result. So all this thought about how do I I expand on such a high level when right before them they have an opportunity to help the one before them and they fail to do that because they're so lost in their their overthinking and their thought and their fear. If you serve one person at a time in every interaction and you stay in that, and if you lead from love and you help people build their business one person at a time, your business is going to grow. And if you help them build and improve their life, your life's going to improve. If you lead with love instead of fear, you will be making a difference in others' lives and then they're going to talk about you. They will know you care genuinely and that will spread. So care about the person right in front of you. Care about those on your team and they're going to want to stay and support you and have your back. And this is where love becomes an actual business strategy. When you care about your team and about your vendors and your clients and they know it, they will talk about you. The number one thing in common with all people we know everywhere is that we all want to be seen and heard and loved and know that we matter. So that when you care and serve and you do this for people, that matters to them. Most are so worried that they're, they're somewhere else in their interactions. They're off thinking about them, their own selves, which again is very fear-based, that their care for others never translates to those who are in front of them. It's not really just the reason that you're not going to expand your leadership or expand your service or your impact. It's also the reason that you'll lose clients too. Because at the end of the day, we know that happy, energized leaders create masterpieces while exhausted leaders don't. And we know that those who lead to serve and love and care are energized to build these masterpieces, while those who lead from fear just build more stuff. So in essence, this makes, again, this business case for love, that when you lead with love to care and serve, your business and life expand. 
Now, before you say, Rita, that's really tender, but my left brain head can't get myself around that, that you can actually just focus on caring for people and loving people in the moment, and that's going to build a business. I'm going to tell you, it absolutely can. In fact, I watch it happen for people all of the time. I don't know actually any other way to do it. Think about it. If you're like me and you go to buy someone's service or product, you want to know that they have time for you, that they actually care about you. Honestly, it's the first thing that I look for. And it happened just this past week. I had two people come in to look at doing some redecorating in our part of our home. And this one person, one of the two, is talking about all that he does. He was bloviating and he was data dumping on me and he was not really listening. Actually, I didn't much speak. I didn't feel cared for. I didn't feel that he cared about my project as much as I did. I could see that he was consumed a lot with his own world, whatever maybe his to-do he needed to get off the list or the number he needed to hit by getting me to work with him. And I just, I'm very, I'm, it's very easy for me to tell. I call it my care, my care radar. I can tell if someone cares about me or not and about my house or my kids or anything as much as I do. And I decide to buy their service or not based upon that. And if I make a mistake, I'm also very fast to fire. I drop them because it matters if they care. The first thing I want to know is, do they care while they serve? Are they seeking to connect with me? Really connecting means that they're not data dumping on me. That guy really just wanted to, as I said, check something off his list. He was probably worried about his own world. Someone who cares for me, I am willing to be a walking billboard for. Someone who goes the extra mile for me, they don't even need a marketing team or machine. I market for them all day long. And I tell those, even I warn, I've been known to warn when I'm talking to customer service departments, I become a walking billboard for you. I'm going to advise you here. You're hearing me make really two points. The first is that when you do a better job of serving others with love and care, you're going to be energized, not depleted. And when you do a better job of serving others with love and care, you'll never be depressed. In fact, it is the best way, if you know someone who is depressed, to help them not be depressed or to move and shift from that is to go tell them to go care for somebody else. It's the easiest way to move ourselves out of fear, into love. Now, the second point I'm making is that lead with love at all times, not fear. And I swear you will prove your own business case for love. This is about remembering your why. Why am I doing this? It always gets back to actually mattering, building something that matters and building something that makes a difference, being someone who makes a difference in other people's lives. At the end of the day, that is, I hear it again and again, People feel tired, not because they care so much, but because they don't feel like what they're doing matters. A few years ago, I met a woman who was a client of mine. Her name was Christine, and she had met somebody, a woman who herself had five kids and was getting a divorce, was very much struggling from a physical standpoint to take care of the children, from a financial standpoint, emotional standpoint with all of that she had. And and so Christine felt compelled to help her and serve her. And she knew that the person couldn't pay her. 
but she did it anyway. And she helped this person get an interview and took care of her through the whole process. And that woman got a job. And at the end of the day, that woman ended up referring her to someone who became 50% of all of Christine's revenue for the next three years. This is the thing. It always comes back. It might, you might not see it instantly and you shouldn't do it for the purpose of coming back, but you're so energized by the process of caring and loving that more and more does come back in there for you, more and more you're able to give. What does this look like? What does caring and loving your clients or your potential clients or your audience or your team members really mean? It really means that doing a better job of connecting. And when you meet with people, setting an intention to see them and leave the interaction, building them up, that they are better because they just had the last exchange with you. You set intention by beginning in the very beginning. First of all, as I always do, is to say, "I'm this person is going to be better off having spoken to me. I'm going to give love and care right now. Even if what I have had to say isn't necessarily comfortable or a fun message, that doesn't matter. You can still feel love. It's actually sometimes more loving to know for them, they feel that care when you have shed an uncomfortable moment or message or and you've sat in the discomfort with them as opposed to run from it. You know that you are leading from fear instead of love and care and service when one of these three things is happening. When you're exhausted, as you lead, when you or your business have plateaued, or when you're leading with force and being, think punitive versus respect. So here are a few ways to expand your leadership without the worry, the exhaustion. Step one, don't focus on building a business. Focus on making a difference. Instead of focusing on building your business, focus on building other people up. If you're a realtor, focus on placing families into homes that they love so their children have lives that they love with them. If if you're a hockey coach, don't focus on winning the game. Focus on building children who are good people, who are our champions. If you are in financial services, don't think of people and building your client list. Think of the interaction that you have with that person. Think of helping them feel stable or building up their dreams. Recognize and own what you're doing is making a difference. Step two, reframe what you do. You are not a financial planner. You're not a realtor. You're not a marketer. You're not a commercial banker. You're not a regional sales manager. You're not a manufacturer. You're not organizational manager of XYZ. You are in the business of serving and loving and caring on people. And you can do that, right? Step three, find a way to care for someone right now. We're so busy thinking about this big picture and so many in the masses that we never hit one, the person in the interaction right in front of you. So step three is about finding a way to care for someone right in the interaction that's in front of you today. Who can I care for? Who can I serve and love in the moment? And then connect with that person. You know, I have these moments all the time, but the important thing is that you sit and you make a desire, you make an intention in the moment that I'm going to give this love. So step one is 
Don't focus on building a business, focus on making the difference. Step two is to reframe what you do. You're not a business title and you're, you're not in the business to be that. You're in the business of caring and serving for people. Step three, find a way to care for that person who is right in front of you right now. Here's some real practical ways that you can do this, some ideas that you can have. Can you return calls within the 24-hour period? Can you send a recommendation or a book? I love to do that. Love to send books on Amazon. I love to zip them a book or zip a title. Can you send an article that reflects that you're thinking about them and you want to help? Can you check in for no reason at all other than say, I'm thinking about you? Can you remember their birthday? Can you send a handwritten note? Can you overgive in some way? That that suggests that, that you know and trust that all is well and that you're, what you put in the world is going to come back. Simply actively listening to people is a way that you show that you care. If right now, and I know a lot of people are struggling, if your business is drowning or if you're drowning, there is a place that you can serve and give and love right now. Not out of a need to receive, but genuinely set out to make others' lives better. And that is how you're going to turn your business around. That's how individuals turn themselves around. They lead from love, not fear. Sunday morning, I received a text from a client, a dear client that I just finished working with, I guess, at the beginning of the summer. And this man loves on people. He he works and manages and leads teams. And he's passionate about caring for each interaction he has with an individual. He says that he doesn't focus on the championship, but on the building champions. And you can feel it from him. And as a result, when he set out to get a new job, he led with love. And he, this was his purpose of working with me. And each contact that he made, he showed that he cared about them as much as though he was asking for someone. It always feels like he wants something for you. He really, it's really amazing. And he included a picture of the ocean of Massachusetts that he was sitting on, I believe in Cape Cod. And he, he listed underneath it all the ways of the things that he'd created since the beginning of the year, even despite the period where his industry was closed down. And I just started talking to him after his father had passed away and he recognized how sad and confused he'd felt. And what's interesting is that even in the midst of this pandemic, like I said, when his industry was closed, he created opportunity. And I am certain his success is because he serves and cares for each person in each interaction. So the question to ask yourself is, do you show that you really care? I really encourage you to flip from how can I sell this product or increase this revenue instead ask how can I serve and care and make this person's life easier or better in the present moment how can I delight this person or help them get out of pain I do believe that love is the killer solution for sales for relationships for marketing turns things around instantly how can I give serve and love and when you do it do not kid yourself that you're going to be exhausted. You're not exhausted for the reasons that you think. It's not because you're caring. It's because you're off in some other place. I truly believe that if more leaders led from the inside out, starting with love for their company, love for their customers, love for the people who drive the company, 
I believe that the decisions would be more clear and the ripple effect of their impact and their influence would be expansive and much longer lasting. I run my company and business from a place of love and my love for my business and my clients is real. I'm clear of who I am and why I do what I do, why I'm leading and who I'm leading. And that love helps ensure that I have the energy to serve and care for my clients and my team and my family and more. If you don't lead from love, you'll be smelled out. It's something that's felt. I often say we're all like dogs. It's not. It's instinctive. We can smell it. It's a frequency. It's palpable. Love or die. Another thing, leaders need to love themselves in order to be able to love those they lead on a larger scale. You got you to gotta do the work for yourself. You got to love yourself. Happy and loving leaders have more successful companies. When you already love yourself, you have love to give. You can't give that which you don't have. So when you're running at a deficit of love for yourself and you rely on others to give it to you, it's, ugh, what is it? It's needy. It's, it's, sucking the, it's sucking the oil dry. Bottom line, caring doesn't make you tired. Fear that you aren't making a difference makes you tired. And when you can make a difference somewhere, you can do it right now. I encourage you to try it and feel the energy again for your business and watch that infusion of love turn around challenging situations or a drowning you or a drowning company. I look forward to hearing what places you're infusing energy with and love and care and service with. And we will be back next week. I look forward to talking to you then. Thank you for being with me today. By you listening to this, it tells me you're interested in growing yourself and likely not just for yourself, but to positively influence others as well. If you enjoyed this podcast, go ahead and share this with your friends and colleagues. When leaders like you grow yourself and then grow others, we all are positively impacted. If you have questions, I'm here to answer them and may even use them in our upcoming podcasts. Go ahead. You can send those questions to Breakthrough at RitaHighland.com. Remember, a half version of you is not enough. The world needs the full version of you at play. I look forward to seeing you on our next podcast. 